I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sans Pants Radio. I would trade Douche's kidney for a Brisbane win. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where Douche's team usually wins. Tom's team usually wins, and well, you know the story. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, how good's footy? Oh, it's so good. Oh. We're back. My excitement for your sake, Sean. I'm going to retreat for a little while. You guys go at it. <laughs> but I fucking can't because uh, fucking finally. What did I, what did I want to show? I just wanted like a good six. You wanted a comfortable seven, win. Eight, 47 <laughs> point win. You were sick of your body hurting, Tom. You were oh. riding every bump. But when your team's up by 40 <laughs> points all game, you can probably just sit back, relax. I did. Enjoy the <laughs> skills that are on oh. display. Wasn't a lot of skills because it was very rainy and we were playing St. Kilda. But... <laughs> I did just get to sit back and enjoy it. Oh, it was good. It was good. It was good. I mean, there's a few skills on like display. I mean, Menzel kicked five. Five, three. He kicked eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. But yeah, no, it was good. It was good to be back. Uh, it was kind of a weird round for AFL. Um, the average winning margin of the games this weekend was 53 points. And for people who are not familiar with that, that's uh, familiar, that familiar with AFL... That's a fuck ton. That's a big win. That's, <laughs> Almost ten goals. That's a. It was. It was one of those or nine goals really. rounds of footy where we're happy because our teams won. But mm. if you were watching any of the games, most of the games as a neutral supporter, you'd be like, "Fuck is boring." Yeah, this is one sided. Unless you watched the Sydney Bulldogs game, which was the best game of the round because it was decided by a kick with thirty seconds to go. That was meant to be one of the easiest games to tip all round, and it did go towards Sydney, who did win in the end. But it was. Uh, it was a good game. Yeah. What are you, Sean? How are you, mate? Are you are you okay? Look, we'll get into the details of get your into the teams. details. But yeah, <laughs> I did go to the game. Yep. Oh, I'm so um, sorry, Sean. Went with my uh, my brother, the good one, and we took uh, his daughter. She's in the early stages of her football appreciation, so oh, it's, poor girl. It's helpful when you when you notch a win. Um, Ten minutes into the first quarter, she was on the iPad. And uh, <laughs> you, we, we you wish you could well. join her. It was borderline TC behavior. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, uh, I got her back at the end. Like we, we we got her back after the final siren because um there was a rainbow 
over the MCG. And that was just the best thing ever to happen that day. <laughs> so Because not much else happened. Not much else happened. Unless you like Dusty kicking six goals. Well, there was a, one other good thing that happened. Uh, Plumbing the Death Star did their first Melbourne International Comedy Festival show when Zamet fell off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> so that, was, that was a pretty good... <laughs> If you're a supporter of sports, that was also a good, good people witness. People falling off of shit is the best. Like people are like, oh, it's very low. But nah, people falling over or falling off things. I think one of the best things ever. This is completely unrelated to footy, but I'm going to go there. It's my fault. One of the best things ever about the marriage equality debate in Australia was that clip where Mark Latham, the head of the Australian uh, Catholic community, whatever he is, and uh, some other, uh, Miranda Devine, who is a awful person all on stage like a conservative think group thing and Mark Latham sat down and like the stage fell backwards <laughs> and oh it was it's fucking good. Um I'm not even it just people falling over is funny. Yeah Zamet so his chair fell off the stage and the stage wasn't very high. Like somewhere between like ankle and knee height. Yeah oh no sense. that's high when you're not ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're on sitting, a chair. He was sitting on a stool and when he first sat down he'd been like this stool's right on the edge. Watch me fall off the stage later. And then 15 minutes later, I, he, he did. And it wasn't planned. He, uh, he he recovered okay because he was sitting on a stool and he'd moved and the stool just fell off the stage. He kind of stayed in like the sitting position, but then kind of like stepped backwards off the stage. It was very funny to see and I can't wait to see the footage. Did anyway, get laughter? Yes, absolutely. Oh, well, and that's all that got matters. acknowledged a lot throughout the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure he was like, Oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. But doing that thing that like I used to do when I played like Murder in the Dark as a kid, <laughs> and I get really hurt, and I pretend my tears were tears of laughter. I'm sure that's what he was doing. Yeah. Well, I he didn't so hurt himself because I don't think he didn't like eat shit as much as I look. I like him, but it would have been very funny. But like he kind of stayed up, but he like he fell off, but he didn't like hit the ground. Okay. Falling over is always funny, even if you get hurt, as long as you're okay. Like because yeah. if you recover, then it's the fucking best. <laughs> like. I've it's how I've you had, wear it. It's yeah, yeah. It, it literally sometimes. Yeah, like, definitely. You know, can I just can point out something just that I've thought again talking about douche listening that stat that the average losing margin was fifty three points. Mm. So you didn't even score the losing margin. Like your team as a team didn't yeah. even score enough points to make that mar <laughs> that average of fifty fuck of the average losing margin. Yeah, yeah, it was an absolute drobbing on the scoreboard. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Ninety three points just. Yeah. Uh, Fuck, they got that close to beating you by 100. Yeah, I thought those days were gone, personally. But uh, Now, you've got to have one of these. It was a stark reminder. It's all right. Speaking of stark reminders, uh, we'll jump straight into first game of the round. Stark reminder that Adelaide may not actually be that good because Collingwood just came out and fucking rolled them <laughs> at their home ground by 48 points. This is what I mean. Like The round started off with like a surprise win. But not just a surprise win. They fucking dominated them from the outset. Yeah. The Adelaide showed absolutely no signs of ever winning that game. No heart in Adelaide. See Tex Walker? <laughs> oh. The damning vision. Oh, it's oh. damning. Someone, I can't remember who said it. Matty Lloyd might have said it. He just didn't want to go near the ball. Can I say, want it. Matty Lloyd, there have been a lot of times where I've watched footy that you've played in where you've gone, oh, no, nah, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. But then when it counted, Except, yeah. he, he, <laughs> he, 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 he went there and he almost killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I look, Collingwood, I think, again, it's one of those things where they beat Carlton and we were kind of like, oh, well, you know, we'll see what happens next. They've gone over to Adelaide, beat Adelaide comprehensively. They're going to get players back. Like, Elliot's injured and Adams is injured, but they could be back by Anzac Day. A lot of their injuries are to the forward line, which functions beautifully. 
Well, that Stevenson kid is an absolute steal. Is this his third or fourth game? Third or fourth game. Five, goals. five goals in the wet. Five goals, one in the wet in Adelaide. <laughs> uh, steel side bottom is... I reckon I've said on this show before that I reckon Steel Sidebottom is underrated. Old man Sidebottom. He looks 95 years Nick, old. Nick Del Santo has commented on um, the underrated tag, and he's like, not internally at football clubs. Like, every time you're going to play Collingwood, it's like, he's your number one guy. Yeah. Well, he had so 43 touches, so yeah. they probably should have tagged him a bit better. Well, he's not playing, because the last couple of years, he's sort of wrote, he's played more as like a half forward and gone. Yeah. In the, he's playing every game on the ball. Collingwood are... They're, they're Walker dangerous. Get, Walker's two goals were they like Josh Green cheapies or yeah, <laughs> yeah. They weren't team lifters. And uh, what's his name? Sloan is is struggling. I think He's Sloan and Walker are injured. Are they carrying something? I think. And Eddie Betts has gone down. I don't know about Eddie Betts. I um, He's too old. He did a hamstring. I thought. I mean, but look at this. Like Jenkins, who a couple of weeks injury. ago they're talking about how good Jenkins is and he's redeemed himself. He's an old man. He's it's, it's an, an old, old man injury. injury. I think he's going after your mate. <laughs> hey, he didn't even play this week. We yeah. fucking won because he had an old man injury. Let me be happy, Sean. Let me be happy. Hey, um, Ben Reed. I liked what I saw from him. To be honest, he's, he looks like Tommy Bellchamber. He's a little bit aerodynamic. He's, like, <laughs> yeah. no, he's he's weirdly like counterproductively aerodynamic. He's still got a beard. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the full beard, shaved head. Just looks like an axe murderer. <laughs> the Max Gorn? Yeah. Well, no, but it's not even the Max Gorn. Because Max Gorn's kind of like, his head is bald, so he kind of... It's going to sound really weird, but Max Gorn's head kind of matches the fact that he doesn't have hair. Ben Reid looks like a guy who would normally have a lot of hair who shaved it because it's very pale. Oh, like Tommy Bellchambers. Yes. Yeah. He looks... It just looks weird. Yeah, that's good. I'm um, a big fan. Grundy had a monster game. He had a bit of a Steph Martin game from last week. He had 30-plus touches, 40 hit-outs. It was huge. See the goal he kicked from 40? Yeah, he's a machine. Just took off. Um, are we in the golden age of Ruckman? Ah, uh, yes. It's it's awesome at the moment. I'm just trying to think back to um, you know when I was a kid. It was basically like Dean Cox and Daylight. I'm like, who was next? Steve Alessio. Bloody Luke Darcy and uh, Matty oh, Primus. Brad Ottens used to have... Like, good games in September, but and that put, was it. Yeah, but Brad Otten's best, or Luke Darcy's best, against, like, the current crop of guys. These oh, guys are awesome. Ottens would get killed by a... Well, that's they're, they're a different kind of... There are, there's, there are two kinds of dominant ruckmen. There are guys like Sandy and Gorn, yeah. who have just pure ruck dominance. Yeah. Then you have guys like Martin and Ryder and, and Grundy, and I think Grundy who can, are very mobile. An midfielder. And then you have the Venn diagram of that, which mm. is Nick Nat. Who is mobile, but also just dominates hitouts. Yeah. So when he's fully, can you imagine how fucking good he's going to be when he's playing a hundred percent of the game? He's or at playing least, about fifty or sixty percent at the moment. When he gets to like, once he gets to like that eighty, ninety, yeah, I'm, it's he, it's he good. makes West Coast like a finals chance. Like if he's not I in that team, they're, they're struggling. I think it's safe to say West Coast are definitely a shoe in for finals if they keep playing the way they are. And they got lots of games. They're playing not well up the table. Well, they, who they beat? Gold Coast and. Geelong, the doggies, and Geelong, you know, with fucking no bench. So yeah, but there's there's heart in this adult, in this West Coast side. Nick Nat's the heart. Nick's Nat, Nick Nat, Nick. If his body heart. holds up, I can see them finishing. Nick 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 Nick's sixth, the heart. Si- uh, <laughs> fifth to eighth. Um, best possible. And outcome. also, they lost to Sydney, but they were right in it right up until the end. Yeah, which I don't, I, know, know. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of Sydney to get like a bit of a sample of what I think they're going to be. They're a bit of. like West Coast. <laughs> in that you know they're going to be there, you just don't know whereabouts they're going to be. Um, but now Adelaide, I, I Gibbs had another uh, good game as well, actually. 
Well, Gibbs and Rory Laird about the only two people who turned up for Adelaide, yeah. which is pretty standard. And Gibbs must be so frustrated. He's like, if I wanted to be the only guy turn up in a team that has no heart and doesn't give a shit, I'd still be at Carlton. <laughs> um, I just think, I just think Adelaide, they're riding on the coattails of the fact they did really well last year. They got spooked, and I reckon they're they're in trouble. There is there is some internal stuff going on at that club that just reeks of this team's in in a bit of a tailspin. Can I make a call? How big is it going to be? It's pretty big. Are they going to miss finals this year? No, no, no. I just think absolutely end of the year, change captaincy. Do you offer it to Sloan to keep him there? Mm, I don't think you ever want to do that. I think if if you have to offer the captaincy to keep a player at the club, then that's an issue as well. But is Sloan the next pick? Well, I guess it's a matter of thinking like if it's not Sloan, who would it be at? Adelaide. Bryce Gibbs. Gibbs. Uh, so then maybe you do stay with Dex, but I just don't think <laughs> he's a good captain. captain. Never goes well. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't. I, I really don't understand how Tex has won two best captain awards. Can I say no? I had a lot of respect for him until like the last six months. I wonder if they're just like getting so close and then just cooking it has just cooked his brain. Maybe bring I, back the mullet. Yeah, <laughs> bring back the mullet. Bring back. Bring back the mo. Yeah, he shaved everything off. He looks like, a, like you said, a baby and an old man. <laughs> yes. You know, he's probably been looking at, and this probably saw how how much Tommy got up uh, in round one against him. He was like, I need to be more aerodynamic. And he's looking at Steel Sidebottom as well, who's also shaved his head and gone, Oh, Steel's kicking ass. I need to shave my. And he's gone. You know who the most aerodynamic player of all time was? Gary Ablett Jr. He's won two Brownlows. I need to shave it all off. Text, mate. You need to just work on your people skills first. <laughs> just be better at like talking and not yelling about your teammates leaving and not just, just be better. Just be better. Text, this is a message from How Good's Footy to you. Lift, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe G- pull your head in a bit. <laughs> GWS beat uh, Frio by five goals. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty stock standard. Yeah. Did anyone know? No, did anyone watch any highlights from that game? I saw the wind. The wind. Oh, the wind was so strong. <laughs> it's like Shane point, Warne bowling. <laughs> Ryan Griffin kicked the ball onto the forward line. The ball went 30 metres and then just stopped in midair and came back another 10. <laughs> it, someone's gone. They've got the sandpaper out at, at the, in camera. <laughs> Ryan Griffin, another shot from, or maybe it was Callum Ward, that first one. Another one from one of the players. He's gone for a shot on goal. It's going for goal, and then it just moves at right angles and goes out on the full. <laughs> it was fucking insane. Um, I only saw a bit of this game because, like I mentioned before, we had our live show. We went upstairs. It was playing. It was just playing long enough for someone to be like, who is that old man playing for Fremantle? And I was like, what number? And they were just like... Um, is it Sandilands? It was, it was He's extremely old. I, oh, he looks... Because I, I didn't see it. And I was like, oh, which, which player? Like, which number? It was like, oh, 31 for Freo. And I was like, yeah, he, he is really... He's 35. Do you remember when he started? No. He was really was young born. and spindly. Uh, yeah. Did he, did he start born? about when Dustin Fletcher was playing game 150? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, the 80s? Yeah. <laughs> 1973. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, are we surprised by this result? No. GWS are good. Freo aren't. Yeah. Well, it's not even the Freo aren't. It's just they're not. They're not there yet. Yeah. They're not going to get They'll get there. Yeah. Fife was good again. He was all right. Tim Taranto looks good. Tim, it's one of those things where there's a couple of those Giants players who don't get mentioned in your Shield. Kelly, and they won without Kelly too, was the big one. Yep. But like, you know, your, your, your top five for the Giants would be guys like Cameron, guys like Green, Kelly, Canelio, and then and Ward. And then you all of a sudden you go, oh, but then there's also Whitfield and Scully and Shield and Patton. And then you've got Taranto bobs up. And then you've got like a back line that have actually been 
markedly impressive. I think yeah. I think I wrote them off yeah. by accident and I, I shouldn't um, have. <laughs> Hodor, big Hodor Simpson came in <laughs> in the ruck battle. Mm. Uh, Sandy, 40 hitouts, Hodor, 31. So he kind of, you know, he had a crack. Good yeah. on him. Uh, also, one thing that probably would have been frustrating for Freo is that there wasn't one uh, GWS player that kicked a whole bunch. Three players kicked two goals and then a bunch of players kicked one. Mm. That's like a frustrating loss because like if everyone's just kicking goals, you're like, well, fuck, what are we meant to do? <laughs> I think, look, I think Freo are going to win a couple here and there and then they're going to have these kind of losses. I don't think they're going to have like a big 100-point spanking or anything mm. like that. They're well, gonna, you never know. No, nah, I, I just, they're going to be okay. They're yeah. going to finish like 12th. Cam McCarthy's not really coming on, is he? There's a lot of pressure on him, though. Have you heard? This is actually interesting news. I was reading an article today that said that Freo running yeah. very hard for Jeremy McGovern, Angus Brayshaw, mm-hmm. and Jesse Hogan. And the belief from Fremantle is that they'll, if they can't get him this year, they'll get him at the end of his contract in 2019. Interesting. And they want to accelerate their rebuild. So apparently they're, they're going after McGovern very, very hard, and they're going after Brayshaw very hard. And people are like, oh, yeah, but McGovern's not going to leave West Coast. Eh, Freo throw more money at him. I've- That'd be huge. A pl- I can't recall a player crossing between West Coast and Freo. It's probably happened. We I just mean, don't know about it because it happens in Western Australia. Ballantyne floated the idea once and the world, well, the Perth world lost their minds. <clears throat> yeah, but it's the same. It's three hours like- after everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> it's, also- <laughs> it's also the same with like, I mean, Daisy going from Collingwood to Carlton. I think it's bigger if it's Freo West Coast because they're the only two in town. Has anyone, anyone gone Port? Adelaide to Adelaide or vice versa? Off the top of my head, no. Not sure. It probably would be. Sure, but yeah. There's been some Brisbane Gold Coast, but Gold Coast is so young that that rivalry doesn't really like- Yeah. Doesn't mean a no whole team, bunch. No teams have been particularly strong yet, so- Yeah. <laughs> no, <I'll wear laughs> Which that. is a good segue into oh. the next match. Can we just? Can you just read the score out, lad? Uh, 79 for the Bulldogs and 86 <laughs> for Sydney. No, no, there was another no, no, there game, was a game before that. game at the that. MCG. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 you're right. It wasn't. It was um, a training. The Richmond Tigers was having a training drill. Yeah, yeah. it was like um, witches' hats, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> so at the MCG- Maroon, blue, and yellow witches' hats. <laughs> yep. At the MCG, Saturday afternoon- there was a murder. Oh, I'm so sorry, sorry Sean, but uh, we saw Tom? it coming. No, 22 tourists from Brisbane flew down to Melbourne and just got killed at the MCG. Um, Wolf Creek at MCG. Yeah. Backpackers murdered in horrific Victorian <laughs> crime spree. Richmond Tigers, 110, defeated Brisbane Lions, 17. How many goals they kicked to half time? Which team? Brisbane. Oh, I don't know. I don't have the data in front of me. Uh, I do. <laughs> uh, and it was... I'm sorry. Zero. Sean, <clears throat> what happened, mate? Well, I'll tell you what happened, <laughs> gentlemen. Because I can, I can give you one answer. You didn't kick any goals. Well, that is one way to look at it. <laughs> Dustin uh, Martin outscored your whole team. Uh, yeah, by he a lot. He tripled your score. Yep. Doubled your score, sorry. Yep, yep, yep. Um, what I will say is this. <laughs> Jacob Townsend outscored your entire team. <laughs> Who the fuck is Jacob Townsend? He's a premiership player. I show some respect. Grand final hero, mate. He's a Richmond Hall of Famer. Thank you. After six do you know what's, games. Do you know what's fucked? They're all Hall of Famers. Well, you know, they won a premiership. Yeah, but do you Hall of Fame them straight away? It is Richmond. They made yeah. a snap decision. <laughs> Richmond made a snap decision? Yeah. It's Didn't like, think they did them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the last one was firing Terry Wallace. <laughs> like that would have gone places. Uh, yeah, Brisbane. Um, okay. Well, yep. I was at the game. I've talked before about going for a battling team and how you just want to go to a game and kind of be in it. We were never in it. I did tweet this. Brisbane was shit, but it is actually the worst umpiring I've ever witnessed. 
in the first half, and then they kind of course corrected a bit. And by then, Brisbane's shitness outweighed the bad umpire. <laughs> I was going to say, but- did, did the umpires um, not kick goals for you? Is that what? <laughs> well, no, it was kind of like there being you know us having eighteen people on the field and them having like twenty one, for instance. If you know what I mean. Yeah, no, yeah. No, it was just shit. But it was you, like, you so didn't, you didn't first- have 18 people on the field. You had maybe four? Yeah. Richmond's Cam Rayner was pretty much the only one. Yeah, Future great game. Dusty. Yeah, he's best game. He had good. 22 touches. It was awesome. He was having a crack. Good on him. Um, yeah, they, their first four or five goals were from free kicks, and it was for stuff like Dusty being held in the goal square, and then you go down the other end and Josh Walker gets held and doesn't get paid. And so I was sitting in a very Brisbane-heavy section, probably the only section in the ground that was Brisbane-heavy, and people were fucking furious because I've been to games where they hate their team for being shit but this wasn't hatred at Brisbane that was later in the game this <laughs> was hatred at the umpiring better. they just actually couldn't believe it It was the kind of thing where it was like Bronx cheers for every free kick that we did get and stuff like that we also kicked the first goal of the game and I haven't watched the replay I've only seen it on the replay screen at the ground but it looked like a goal like they score reviewed it and it didn't look like it changed. Not that that would have changed the fucking result. Well, but, it might have, um, you might have lifted your team. I mean, if you score the first goal rather than kicking your first goal towards the end of the third quarter. Yeah. It was a fluke goal, better. too. It was like a bit of a dribbler off the ground. I actually, I should tweet the video that I took after that goal. Brisbane fans erupted when that goal went through. It was like we'd won a grand final. It was party time behind the goals. And I just couldn't bring myself to get involved. <clears throat> well, luckily. Because I don't stand for that. But Dusty Martin was really good. He kicked six goals. Every goal he kicked felt like I was getting don't argued in the throat. <laughs> um, you said you were going to get don't argued, and I think you I did. did. I did. I really did. Um, oh, for fuck's sake, there's this kid. There was this kid sitting did behind Did he take me. his jumper off? He was a Richmond supporter. Oh, no. And the whole game, eat him alive, Tigers. The whole game. And after the first three, I'm like, I fucking had my fill of this. <laughs> and he did it the whole game. At what point? Parents need to step in and be like, all right, son, there's a right way to win and a wrong way to win, and you're being a little cunt. <laughs> That's what they should have said to the kid. Because, fuck, I wanted to... Oh. Mommy and Daddy Richmond should have looked at their child and been like, listen, son. <laughs> it's just like, honestly. <laughs> what would- I love parenting tips from Sean. <laughs> it's our favourite segment. But, um, you it's know... They just abuse your child. <laughs> Nothing else to see here. Richmond were really good, and um, I've underestimated them a little bit because I thought they got off to a bit of a shaky start, particularly because of the Carlton game and that sort of thing. But they beat Hawthorne last week, which is looking like an increasingly good win after this weekend, uh, and they fucking destroyed us. And we were good last week, garbage this week, and that'll happen. And you'll tip them next week, Young won't team. you? I will tip them next week, yep. and I'll ride the bumps for the next two or three years. <laughs> Can I say, though, Yeah, we'll get into this as we go along, but I'm just going to put it out there. Not the worst loss of the round. Yep. No, no, no. Hear me out. You lost by nearly 100 points yep. to the reigning premiers on know. their home deck. Yep. I mean, you know, you're, you came last last year. Mm-hmm. They won everything. Last, yeah. Like, yeah, that's expected. So not the worst loss of the weekend. Let's keep going. We'll, we'll get there and I'll, I'll tell you which one it is. I think I have an idea. Oh, do you? I oh, know. That wasn't meant to be as uh, assholey as what it was. <laughs> oh, do you? Oh, do you, 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 you want to fucking go? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, so next game, Western Bulldogs played Sydney. Game of the round. Game of the round. Uh, not many people would have picked that to be game of the round. It was kind of expected to just kind of be Sydney walking over Western Bulldogs. Well, no, I think the Bulldogs have got their whatever whatever they were missing for those first couple of rounds. They got it back. They're, oh, they're I, hungry. They're chasing. I nearly tipped the Bulldogs just because of what I saw last week where they demolished the Bombers. But... It was the Buddy Franklin element where I'm like, oh, when it comes down to it, the doggies' backline's depleted and Buddy will just 
step the back up. Backline, Eastern Wood on Franklin was fucking was awesome. Good, yeah. Well, he you, kicked three goals, four. He could have typical he, buddy effort. Typical, but that's pretty standard. Buddy's going to kick a. But it's one of those things. You know, buddy's going to kick a couple. You just got to kind of concede that. I thought Wood. There were a couple of contests that Wood won. That's that's the kind of thing you watch that game and you go, if they, well, they've both got another three or four years in them, they're going to have some good contests over the journey. He's not the natural choice to play on him. No. Do you think they Which will? Which is why I liked the, it over the course of the journey. They're going to. I don't think they will. I think if the doggies were to get like Marcus Adams back. Or, you know, recruit somebody who can actually play key defense. Easton Wood would never play on Franklin. Yeah, but Franklin's not playing at full forward. He's so he's that's why he's one of the best. He's just a hybrid. And it's like, how do we match up on this guy? Now it was a f- fucking awesome game though. Like the contest seesawed. There were some awesome goals and Bont and Pelly just is like, oh, you know those two weeks where I couldn't play football. Guess what? I can still play football. Yeah, he was he killed us. You know what though? What? Sydney didn't win this. Doggies lost it. Yeah, there was a few shots right at the end. Oh, the, the uh, Dunkley Daniel, one where he spilled the mark. He's running. But then they made up for it because then Dalhouse kicked the goal that put him within a point. No, no, but even like Caleb Daniel could have yeah. hit a, an easy target, didn't, inside the last minute. It's just stuff like that, little things. Oliver Florent. Oh, oh, imagine if he fucked that up. Oh, I tell you what, if he had fucked that up, John uh, would have been on the phone being Horse. like, mate, I think you've made a mistake there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next time, don't do that. Horse would have kicked him with the hooves, mate. <laughs> Now, I, look, great game. Bulldogs, I don't think, are going to be as terrible as we think if they show that sort of effort every week. Yep. And Sydney continue to be Sydney. Sydney just fucking do this. It just They just keep Sydneying. I can't remember the last season Sydney were bad. Well, half of last year where they were 0-6 and then made... Oh, no, wait, they still made 5 But even then, they were like nearly the best team last year. They had that thing. There was a stat or a... Or a, or a a number thrown around where apparently like they haven't missed finals for like X number of years and have rebuilt their well, whole list I'll in that time. You, I don't have the stat in front of me, but it was something on the lines of out of all the teams in the last three or four years that have blooded the most new players, yeah. it's like Brisbane, Gold Coast, Sydney, which is fucked because those two, Brisbane and Gold Coast, are bottom of the ladder. Sydney's constantly premiership contention. Yeah. And they're giving all these games to young guys. So good on them. Their system's good. And they've been able to do it without trading for two years. Yeah. Because the AFL put that suspension on them because Buddy Franklin chose Sydney over GWS Giants. And the AFL went, no, that's not what we said you had to do. Yeah. We're going to punish Sydney. We've created a monster. <laughs> Sydney have had it a bit rough, though, this year, just because of Kurt Tippett retiring. And that's a, a they're a player down on their list. Yeah, which they haven't been able to top up. Which is shit. It's not just like a reserve. Like, Kurt Tippett's pretty he's He's, a, he's, he's in their best running. 22 if he's yeah. fit. Means yeah. It means they lose a Ruckman and a key forward, and Sam Reed's in and out of the side. And they're short on Rucks. So and Naismith's big. done his knee? Or something, or Naismith going for but like a chunk it's of Sydney, time. and they'll just find a way to make it work. Yeah. And- I'm a big fan of Sydney. I know I've said this before, mm. and I did spend a lot of my youth in South Melbourne, so that's probably why. But I just love watching them play, and they just they don't have many blokes on the team that look like they'd be terrible blokes, which is something that I do appreciate, despite the fact I back for Acid. And- Except for Jones, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dan <laughs> Hanbury looks like he wouldn't be. Oh, no, I take that back, actually. But like Kennedy. Josh Kennedy is just a, he just looks like, you know what he looks like? He looks like a bloke who's just going to be helping nans a lot. Yeah. Like if there's an old lady at a car park struggling out. to get something in a boot, he's like, oh, I'll just help you out. Yeah. You know the episode of The Simpsons where the softball team, that guy gets stuck helping that woman get all the stuff out of her burning house? Yeah. That is Josh Kennedy. Yeah. He is that bloke. <laughs> I think you had it in the first one where like, he helps out nans. <laughs> but like, you know, for those of you who don't know what a nan is, he's a uh, good but do, no, do watch The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> what was the next game? Uh, game of the round. North versus Carlton. Oh. Uh, down in Tassie, yeah? 
Yeah. Um, not great for Tassie footy. <laughs> no, Tassie Footy been copping it a fair bit from the AFL, not really giving him a lot of support and funneling money into western suburbs of Sydney and the Gold Coast, which have been well, one of those has been a success. The other one's been like just setting money on fire. I mean, if they didn't have to suffer the indignity of being like ruined by the AFL already, the AFL like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put Carlton down there and Carlton be like, oh, fuck. Remember when we were good for three quarters? Yeah, that's it. That's what they've, they've done their best three quarters. Carlton are shitter than any other team in the AFL right now. I agree. Like, I mean, North Melbourne were a team that at the start of the season, everyone was like, bottom of the ladder. To then come out in round four and beat Carlton by fucking 86 points. Ben Brown. I've always believed in North. No, you haven't. Haven't I? Look me in the eye and say that, Sean. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Benny Brown beat them. Benny Brown is, I think, third in the Coleman. He's on fire. He's kicked 15. But factor into it, he didn't kick any in the first round. So he's kicking five goals a game since. Who have they played, though? Oh, it was Gold Coast in the first round. Um, St. Kilda? Played St. Kilda. Melbourne. Oh, Melbourne. Right. Melbourne's defense is fucked, though. We'll get to them. Like, oh, leaky ship. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah, Brown kicked four against them. Jared Waite was good again. Kick three. It's amazing. He hasn't been injured and suspended. It's coming. I mean, they had a lot of, <laughs> like, Atley kicked three. Zeeble kicked three. Far out. They had Jack winners Zeeble's all over the place. Three. Billy Hartung has started really well at North as well. Yeah, he wasn't getting touches he's, in the goal. He's exactly what they were looking for in all, which is a bit of that pace and class. Yeah, where they had Oodles Hov at Hawthorne, and he wasn't. Well, no, Hawthorne game. don't have a lot of pace, though, which is interesting. Yeah, but they've never needed it. Yeah, like he'd be handy now, but I think the knock at Hawthorne was he just wasn't quite good enough. Yeah, so he's probably getting a fairer run at North. Um, they were good, eighty-six points. I do want to point out this. So it's a pretty similar scoreline in the end to the Brisbane game. Mm-hmm. If you look at the stats in the Brisbane game, Brisbane's pretty much even with the Tigers in a lot of areas, like contested possessions and all that sort of stuff, um, which is not what you would think for a side that's been flogged by 90 points. But then you look at the stats in the North-Carlton game, and it's, yeah, like North are ahead in disposals by 100, and, you know, ahead and contested by 30 or 40, shit like that. So the Brisbane game was it was a really weird one. It was just like, fuck, I don't know. But yeah, Carlton are, are definitely, I think, the worst team. In the comp at the moment. Which which is interesting because... Oh, Mark no. Murphy's out too. So out with fuck. a foot injury. They, they are struggling for leadership. And foot injuries take a long time. And he's had a history of foot injuries that have kept him out for months. I I look at Carlton, and I know I've said this on this show, that I'm like, no, no, Bolts will stick the fat. They could lose every game this year as long as they're competitive. I don't agree with that anymore. I think Ooh. if they have another season where they... If, if they put out this kind of shit week in, week out yeah. for a whole year... I think there'll be a lot of pressure on Bolton. Yep. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's like, I oh, know I'm sticking with the, the the team that I've got, but there are guys on that Carlton list who I don't think would be a walk up start in any any other team. Yeah, the list guys like like you know Dale Thomas that his leadership they talk about as being a great factor and fair enough I guess if you don't have Murphy, but I'd be dropping him, bringing a bringing an eighteen year old if you're playing if you're serving yourself each week, blood an eighteen year old kid. Harry McKay or Mackay is playing in the seconds. Get him in there. Here's the thing too, though. That their list is shit across the board. They lost the VFL yep. last week by 201 points. Yep. Jeez. You know what they've done? And it makes me. It reminds me of Melbourne. Do you remember when Mark Neal came in? Yep. And Melbourne moved on James uh, McDonald, I think it was, who was their captain. And suddenly, they just had this vacuum of experience and leadership at the top. And it was a bunch of young players. And Mark Neal was like, it's fine because they're all young and we're going to grow together and we're going to be good. You actually need leaders and Carlton have actually fucked it like it's okay I get why they wanted were kind of happy I guess in it or content with Gibbs leaving because they were going to get a draft pick yeah but what you've got to do is spend 
uh, a late draft picked grabbing like an experienced player who's like struggling. Like they should have oh, Sam Gibson or someone who Adelaide ended up picking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just people like that because they've got Doherty's out for the whole year. Well, Gibbs is gone. To be Murphy's fair. gone for an extended period, and now it's like Ed um, Charlie Kerno every Ed, week. Ed Kerno. Well, even like I'm talking about Charlie, the young gun. Yeah, he's just the pressure on him is extreme. And it's ridiculous for a young club. This is the leppage thing I talked about last week, where it might for Bolton, it might just be a matter of him being there two years too early. Yeah. And he might be the scapegoat for that. I, I think the other issue, though, is that you touched on it briefly, though, is I don't think they could have seen Doherty doing his ACL in training. If, if Doherty's there, they're a better side because of his yeah. leadership out of the back line. He can direct traffic a bit, and it means that him and Cade Simpson just become that those two pillars. I yeah. think he's a future captain. Yeah, I, well, nah, Cripps is probably the future captain. He's the future vice captain then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I just, Carlton, rubbish. Yeah. Absolutely rubbish. They're a, a big worry. A, Channel 7 and AFL, Ugh. don't fucking put, Carlton were on the free to, the Saturday night game again, Carlton were on the free-to-air network. Why? Get them off. Get them, put them in the bin. Set them on fire. Go away. Off you go. You'll be clear out of here. <clears throat> You'll be happy to know that uh, next week they are not on free-to-air TV. Good. Week uh, after that, I'm pretty sure they are. It was a bad night, though, for free-to-air options on Saturday because it was bloody either North or Carlton or the next game, Eagles versus Suns. Which, again, West Coast just... There was another 80-point drubbing. Yeah, it was an absolute massacre. And, again, an even spread of goal kickers. Like It wasn't like Josh Kennedy came out and kicked 87. First game back. <laughs> First game back, kicked, kicked four. Five. Five, five, three. But then Cripps kicked four. Darling kicked three. Like Again, that's, that's an even spread. And that's Aston, an even spread from guys like Darling Rioli. and Cripps who have had ordinary seasons the last couple of years who've needed to lift. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there are some teams that are hurting this week. Suns, I don't, there weren't many positives. There's that really game not a lot to say about that game except West Coast are a strong team and they came against a team that is not strong. And it was good to see Kennedy get through his first game. Yeah. I like Josh Kennedy. He just looks like a bloke who just loves fucking kicking goals. A bit like how Joey Danaher looks like a bloke who loves kicking goals when he yep. can actually kick them. Kennedy looks like a guy who's like, I'm just having a good time kicking goals. Yeah, I like kicking bags. Yeah, I mean, he would have won the Coleman last year if he hadn't missed five or six weeks. No, he would have won the Coleman if Buddy Franklin hadn't have exploded in actually, round yeah, 23. That, that <laughs> he was too. in front, and then Franklin went, oh, I'm going to kick 10. <laughs> just on the Coleman, we're a month in. Who's your tip? Do you know what's... So Franklin's leading by yep. I think two goals ahead of Benny Brown. Yeah, Ben Brown could win. Yeah, Dan Menzel's a real sneaky, weird outside smoky that you put money on because he he's not getting the best defender every week. He's not even getting the second best yeah. defender every week. I don't think he's going to be able to consistently kick four every week, even though he's pretty much done that for the first month, just about. Last year he averaged four goals a game. Um, I think at a certain point the penny will drop and teams will put a bit more work into him. But he's never going to get the best <laughs> defender, and he's never going to get the second Does best. Does Cramery come into that team? As a third option? He's available now. I don't know if he's if he I wouldn't be dropping anyone from this is getting ahead, but I wouldn't yeah. be dropping anyone from that forward line. Because I'd bring Cramery in as a counteract to teams like targeting Menzel a bit more. Because they're always going to target Hawkins. Yeah. Because you don't want him off the chain. Well that's the thing that Hawkins has been doing. Which with, he does maybe once a year. But he's actually been doing an interesting thing where he actually he's playing further up the ground and doing more getting the ball further inside fifty. Also He's taking less marks and he's tapping the ball down. Yeah, He's aware that he's not going to be able to take the marks that he used to because there's just eight guys on him and he's putting the ball into space for the, the small forward. It's, it's a clever strategy. Again, I'm getting ahead of ourselves because there's another exciting game I think we should talk about first. 
One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dusha, do you want to take it away, mate? Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, Sunday afternoon, Essendon Bombers defeated Port Adelaide Power, and it was bloody good to see. <laughs> The package is finally arrived. Uh, at Jake Hill. Stringer kicked four uh, after I, in our group chat, called him some rude words. After I said that, he fired up and kicked his first goal and then went on and kicked three. And one absolute three. belter as he was running into the pocket, just snapped it across the body <laughs> and it bounced through, high-fived a bloke in the crowd. Who did you crack the shits at for not passing to him when he had a clear shot? I was watching the highlights. Was it oh, Joshy Green? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was Green, yeah. And green, green missed. Green had a shot. It was. It was. He got a. Uh, Stringer got a free kick directly in front, and Green played on an advantage that he just did not have and missed. And Stringer was like, "What are you doing, cheapy Green? Get out of there, Green! Get out! Get get gone. off the field! Get out get of the off. team!" Which get is funny because uh, Jake Stringer would probably have done the same thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I loved about it. I love that Stringer's like, "Oi, what the fuck?" And it's uh, like, "That's you to a team, mate. You're looking in a ginger mirror." Do you know. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Jake Stringer has that like Stevie J. Just give me the ball. Just give me the ball. I'm just going to have a shot. Now I'm in a worse position than you. Fucking give it to me. How dare you not give it to me? The worse the position, the better. Oh, absolutely. But Stringer, the the harder the angle, the more I back him. <laughs> like to be honest, <laughs> he kicked I think three of his four from the boundary line. Mm. Uh, we're just just eating more chocolates because we've been good boys. Yeah. <laughs> I could edit around it, but I probably won't. They've been good boys. I just needed a lift. <laughs> Sugar hit. So you were happy, Dusha? I was. Um, and like Port came back a bit and I was like, oh, no. Because yeah, we were up by like 30 points all day. Dusha, can I tell you who I like? Who? Stuart. Oh, I love him. Yeah, I James like him Stewart. a lot. Just quietly will kick two or three. He's He loves doing it in the first couple of quarters too. Mm. He did it against Adelaide as well. He yeah. kicked that late one that put you guys... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He kicked, I think, two in the first quarter and then one in the last quarter that really like steadied us. And Yeah. He gets the work done early and then he's like, right, Joey, step up. <laughs> Joey's like, God, I love junk time goals. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh Green, you taught me a lot. I'm going to kick a goal when it no longer matters. In fact, I'm going to kick two when it no longer matters. What was with him trying to do the runaround? He just is no, that no because, confidence. You no, think, it's, he tries the run around because 
he doesn't want to handball ever again. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's just surely just go back and drop punt it. Uh, players do that all the time. Hmm. Steve Johnson has, has created an era of J-curves where people are just going to turn on their side and snap around their body rather yeah. than going for a drop punt. Yeah, I don't know. I wish I had answers. I love Joe Danaher, but yep. well, he kicked two, so I can't be too upset. Oh, right, look he, her in the back he, lounge. In the back lounge. String a high five to someone in the crowd, too. I loved that. Yeah, uh, love, love when someone... Reminiscent of uh, James Hurd's hugging that bloke. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but Kyle Hooker back line, Jake Stringer forward line. Hey, what a surprise. Those two guys being played in the positions that they were drafted in actually works. Hey, I think we called it last week. Profit call, if you will. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I did think it at mm. the time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was pretty sad seeing Hooker not be able to kick goals and get in people's faces at the same time, but... Maybe he can be a piece of shit in the back line, and I can probably looks, learn, grow to respect that too. It looks really good. It lets Hurley do whatever the fuck he wants. Why they don't put more work into Hurley? Hurley can just, just do anything. Yeah. Like Even in the games you've lost, Hurley just does whatever the fuck he wants. I think he's... I he think 15 marks. I'm going to call it right now. Mm-hmm. He will be picked in the all-Australian fullback position ahead of Alex Rance. I love it. I love that call. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Date it. Stamp it. <laughs> Put it on my wall. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's so good to see Hurley turn it around because he was a player that famously got booed by our supporters, um, which doesn't really happen a lot. How far back? It was a while ago now. Yeah. When he was still playing in the forward because he was- he oh, he was like, Was it pre-Supplement Saga? It was pre-Supplement Saga. It was uh, when Matthew Knights was our uh, oh, coach. Long he's time our, ago. He's our VFL coach now. Yeah, drop him. No, he's a good coach. <laughs> he's actually turned into a pretty good he's coach. He's turned into a pretty good coach. I just think he didn't have... It wasn't fair on Matthew Knights that every week the guy that eventually took his job was writing an article on the Herald Sun being like, they should fire Matthew Knights. <laughs> Sneaky. Mm. <laughs> they should fire Matthew Knights and try experimental supplements. <laughs> oh, my name's not James uh, Ulysses Hurd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know if that's his middle name, but I hope it is. Fuck, I hope it is too. <laughs> what was next? Oh, just quickly, because um, I do like to... There's a few players I like to look out for in the Port Adelaide Football Club. Oh, who would they be, Sean? Uh, it, I, regretfully, Jared Pollock's putting together a, a bit of a nice season. He had an all right game, I think. From 20, yeah. 28 touches. Good on him. Um, Tom Rockliffe. Struggle What's town. happened to him? He, uh, yeah, Is he carrying something? I don't know. Is he carrying he's not playing the max fact game that he's- time. He, he had eight touches, kicked a goal, did nothing. But he's had so he's had what ten, eleven, twelve, and now eight. No, he I think he had about twenty against Brisbane actually. But prior to that, and after but this that, this is a guy who like averages thirty eight. It's a fantasy pig who gets like yeah thirty eight, forty touches. A game. He's something's wrong. I he must be carrying something or then drop him. Sixth lowest in the dream team points of the uh, game as well. And this is a guy who like would average 120. There was games where last year I had Hello, him. Second lowest precedent, Saad. Yeah, he's had two down weeks now. Mm. Saad's game going. was a bit more neutralized though this time. He was playing a lot of time on wing guard. That might be it actually because he didn't have big numbers when he was playing um, Eddie Betts either. Yeah, he had 10 or 12 touches. So yeah. maybe was it a bit of that? I didn't watch the game. Was it a bit of a... Shutting down Wingard sort of thing. Well, Wingard got shut down when uh, someone punched him in the face and he came back out with like a nose guard on him. You, you saw that, yeah? The weird like no, mask on his face. Didn't see that. Very weird. Look like someone who got like a paper plane and like glued it around his <laughs> eyes and nose. Very weird. Very weird. Yeah, Rocky, I don't know. He's off the boil. I'd probably give him a week off and get over whatever niggling thing. He's, I, I have to assume it's some sort of injury that he's Surely. Surely. He had a bit of an interrupted preseason. So um, anyway, have a shit one, mate. On to the next game. <laughs> okay. Sean. Yeah. 
So your 17 points to 110 points was not the worst loss by team this round. That belongs to the Melbourne Demons, who absolutely capitulated against Hawthorne like a bunch of fucking shitheads. They have gone 18 steps backwards to when Dean Bailey was still coach and they got thumped by 186 points against Geelong. Tom. This team, no, this team is pushing for finals this year. Right, Not only, this like was, they were, they were, they were after before this week should have probably been a top four. They should have been a top four team. You know, they just lost to Geelong. They had a couple of steady wins. This needed to be their game where they proved that we can beat the 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 juggernaut of the past. And instead, they did not kick a goal for two fucking quarters. That Hawthorne ran amok. Hawthorne lost Palopolo and Rioli to injuries in the middle of the game, and still won comfortably because Melbourne. Just fucking gave up. If I was a Melbourne supporter, I would be livid. In fact, I'm not. My mate at work is. He is like, I was so close to just never going to a Melbourne game again. He goes, I'm just sick of it. We turn up every week, and every week they get your hopes up, and they just they just do that. Look, what the fuck was that? Yeah. My um, They've got the talent. My granddad was a Melbourne supporter. Oh, I reckon if they were a half-decent team, he'd still be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Carney blaming uh, blaming the death of his grandfather on a football team's performance. Well, they kicked four of the first five goals. Yeah, they, they kicked like, one towards the end of the thir- uh, towards the end of the first quarter. Dean Kent was on fire early. He, he, three early ones, three can I big say, ones. That is a name you want to be very very careful saying on a uh, free to air broadcast. <laughs> what was the the headline earlier? It was like Kent off the chain or Kent no, on the Kent loose. Kent runs a muck. Oh boy, early. It's uh, danger. Kent runs amok. It's a lot of <laughs> lot of things to stumble over. Uh, probably the best game Timmy O'Brien's played for the Hawks. He inherited Lance Franklin's old number. Uh, he kicked three goals. That's Ruffy pretty... kicked three. Bruce with four. Um, it was just one. It was an even effort. I think O'Meara probably played his best game. Well, I think he got uh, two or three goals. Did he? Two goals, twenty six touches. A lot of contested ball. Too, probably like fifteen. He so. looks. He looks fit and ready to go. And Nine tackles as well. That's a big, like, the tackling was awesome. But here's the fucking weird thing. Like, Melbourne put a shitload of time into stopping Tommy Mitchell. And he had a, he had a quiet game by his stands of only, like, 20-something touches. But- yeah, I love that. He has 24 touches, probably, like, at least half of those are contested. And it's still, like, oh, a bit of quiet game from him. Well, he's averaging 40. So, but, like, I just, Melbourne, it just, Lewis had a shocking game. Like, guys who should be better had terrible games. And it's just. Lewis's best is. Well beyond him now. Yeah, but he, he should be doing what Luke Hodge is doing, which is that leadershipy keeping but he just he just played badly. Mm. Like I there are so many guys that just are, should be better than what they are and aren't, and you can't even blame the oh the culture of us losing all the time has has affected the players. Because a lot of those players are new guys. Jesus Christ, they need Jack Viney back quick Definitely, and, yeah. and Tom McDonald. If you're Simon Goodwin you walk in on Monday and you just sit down and you just don't say anything for that team meeting. First team meeting on Monday, you just sit down and you just look at them for like a good half an hour and just make them feel every ounce of disappointment. But like even Goodwin, he got out coached. Clarkson well, just Every time they cut to him in the box, he's just sitting there shaking his head. And it's like, pick up the phone, mate. Pick it up. I don't know what... He's aerodynamic as well this season. And ain't fucking helping his team, <laughs> no. I'll tell you. Oh. He's like, he's probably thinking, he's like, fuck, should I put myself... Should I be... I'm pretty aerodynamic. I'll get on the field, kick a few. Actually, just going back a game. How did 
Bell Chambers is someone I didn't actually notice <laughs> playing for Essendon. And now look at his aerodynamicity. He's just gonna, just gonna. Ah, <laughs> oh, he. Dusha, can we had edit? Forty-five hitouts. So. Oh. Yeah. Geez. Aerodynamic as fuck. <laughs> Got in the uh, in the slipstream and had a had a big game. I was like, ah, oh, fifteen touches. That's not incredible. But I was like, nearly a hundred dream team points. He must have done. Ah, oh, yep, forty-five hitouts. Hit That'll do it. Fucking hell. All right. What's the last game? You got the uh, the Cats oh. down at the Cattery yeah. playing against St Kilda. Oh, who won? Uh, cats by 47 points. You really fucking did! <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, oh. what's the stadium called? It is called GMHBA Stadium. That is the name of my private health insurance company. When <laughs> when was it called Skilled Stadium? Because uh, that's what it is in my head. So it's it was it's GMHBA now. Before that, it was Simmons for quite some time. Oh, that's it. Then it was Skilled. Yep. Before that, it was... Baytech. Yeah. Baytech bought the naming rights to the stadium and then went bankrupt, like immediately. Yeah. So they had to change the name halfway through to Skilled. And then I think before that it was Shell. And then Shell that for it, a while. It was Shell for a while. Then it was obviously it was Cadenia Park before that. Yeah. And it is still Cadenia Park now. Um now look, I'm um I'm pretty happy. I mean, yes, it was St Kilda. Yes, we were at home, but it's a fucking win. And you got to, you, you've got to win those ones. It was a danger game for us. Yes. Um, and it was good to see Dangerfield and Selwood had like goodish games, but yep. Parfit fucking ripped it up. Kicked three goals, had 28 touches. Yep. Menzel kicked five, three in the wet. Is that Parfit's best game? It's Certainly, yeah. Parfit's best game by a mile. Menegola was good. Menegola was very good. Who's this new fella? Which one? Kuniko. Oh, Kuniko. He's been on this for about four years. Injured. Oh, really? Kicked two goals. Looked very him. nice. Collard Jasney had a good game. Tom Stewart just kept fucking marking him. Zach Tui, dominant. Just it was just good to see Duncan a nice got through unscathed. I look, Sean, I was just happy, mate. Uh very happy. It didn't help that any time St. Kilda went four, they just kicked it to Tom Stewart. Um again, we picked another Ruckman in Reese Stanley, who played pretty well, which meant that Blitzars played at full back, which even though he's not a defender, just he's got height and mobility. Oh, just a lot of boxes being ticked, Sean. Good stuff. Hey, how many goals did Hawker kick? Didn't kick any. Shit truck. No, 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 no. But he wasn't there to kick goals, mate. So The amount of goals that he, were direct results of him tapping the ball over his head. He's a magnet. Is he's drawing the people. He draws the people, which means Menzel's out the back on his fucking own. They are the moths to Hawkins' flame. They are. He's a big boy. Well, just, someone's got to do that job. Someone's got to. Good on him. He's taking I mean, a hit for the team. He's taking a hit for the team. Um, I'd argue he doesn't have the ability to dominate games anymore anyway, so it's, it's probably a good thing. He's a bit like the Jack Rewalt. The competition's 12 months away, I think, from figuring out that Hawkins is like an uh, an old man. <laughs> he's on the verge of tipping over to geriatric. Like they... Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, that's <laughs> a retirement, but it's straight into a home. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this is really rude. This, that's my boyfriend you're talking about. Can that's, I ask, um, um, just, this is actually a serious question. Yeah. Just down around the ground there, like in the, you know, um, at the club facilities. Yeah. Have they put um, just like ramps and, and wheelchair access and that sort of thing in there? For just who? preemptively for Tom Hawkins? <laughs> Fuck you. Right. <laughs> you know what they, they had to do, though? They had to put it up an announcement because someone's BMW was parked over where the ambulance comes in and out, and the ambulance actually had to leave. Because Dylan Robertson collapsed on the field yeah, in the middle of the fuck. Yeah, that was. Oh. So he's apparently just reading the news today. He's okay. They've identified that it's an irregular heartbeat, um, and that he'd obviously been working at a high level. And because of that, his heart was like, eh, "I've got nothing to pump around. This is what I'm going to do. Is I'm just going to put you to sleep because that will How help you conserve energy." How do you monitor that though in the future? I'm not entirely sure. Apparently, it's manageable. Jaden um, Stevenson at Collingwood, I'm pretty sure, has the same thing. Yeah, yeah. They, that's they, why he slipped a bit in the draft because people were worried. Collingwood apparently consulted a cardiologist before recruiting and being like, can we manage this? And they went, yeah, you can. What number did he end up going? I think 16. 
because he was like a, a, a few recruiters who like weren't didn't want to be named or whatever said yeah he's my number one pick but that condition has like made him fall back a little bit yeah yeah I, look I think I think the thing about Robert and though and what I was concerned watching it is because he had that thing a couple of years ago where he was concussed at half time yeah he didn't realize until he was being interviewed and was like yeah I don't know where I am um it was scary good thing he's good um but I'll tell you what Sean yes the boys are back in town yeah and I'm very happy this week I'm happy for you Tom thanks. I, just I genuinely am. I, I know. I can tell. I'm happy for you mate. too, Dish. Right? Yeah, I really am. Someone that I didn't mention in my wrap-up that I just mm. re- realized I definitely want to, as he is, look, as you would call him a TC, but Devin Smith landed 11 tackles this week. That's big. Can I point out, yeah. just on Smith, Yeah. I don't have an issue with TCs from GWS. <laughs> it doesn't count? It doesn't count for me. Well, that's all right then. Because it's an AFL-built machine, and I don't really... If clubs want to, you know, pick them apart, have at it. Just go in, just vulture that club to pieces. Vulture it, hyena that shit. <laughs> See if I care. Fair enough. Um, Saints, oh, in trouble. They're um, they're very lucky that Geelong. Uh, I think I would say historically, not a super ruthless team when they not, get on top. Not lately. Not percentage boosters. We we used to be not flat track bullies. I would say uh, we used to have that thing where we just we'd put the f- foot on the throat and just like when choke. you killed Dean Bailey's coaching <laughs> career. <laughs> no, no, but um, yeah, we're not we're not as ruthless as we used to be. But I don't mind that. I don't mind that they they kind of go cool. We've got to we're just being conservative here. Yeah. I mean, it's eight goals in the wet. Yeah, and in a in a game that that it's the kind of game Geelong could cough up. But St Kilda are just they're just I don't know I don't know how like they they're complaining about their forward line. Like the supporters are like, oh, our forward line doesn't function. Like, how do you expect your forwards to kick goals when the guys kicking it to them are kicking it two meters over their heads yeah. or at their shins or just to the opposition? There was a passage of play where, like, Tom Stewart took like four marks in a row. He'd kick it in, kick it out, it would go to a contest. The ball would come back in, he'd mark it again on his own, too. It just kept coming back to him. And it's like, it's what the pressure, you- it's the team pressure of the midfield. It's even when St Kilda get a clearance, and their clearance numbers might have been pretty good, I think. For this They're game. pretty even with this for most yeah. of the game, yeah. But it's, it's, I mean, it's pressure clearances. It's, it's you guys swamping them and them just bombing it in, and then Tom Stewart picks it off and says, But, even, but even when they had turnovers and they had time, yeah. they'd, they'd get the ball, and I'm thinking, oh, shit, they're out here. And then they'd kick it to the advantage of the defender, or they'd kick it not necessarily to the advantage of the defender, but it would fall short or it would go over McCartan's head or like. Yeah. Their issues are a lot deeper than just their forward line. They're a very young list too. Yeah, definitely. I've, I'm but with you, Sean. I think Richo's in a bit of trouble. They're further along. They're two or three years further on than a Brisbane or a Carlton for me, aren't they? Shouldn't they be? Then again, so are Melbourne. No, but <laughs> Melbourne are like... <laughs> Melbourne have got a systemic issue they can't solve. Yeah, issues like... They've got mental demons, I think, the demons. Um, they're, I mean, yeah, Saints just need to be better. Like, I understand the pressure on Carlton, but at the same time, everybody looks at them and goes, they don't really have, outside of Cade Simpson and Mark Murphy, not a lot of experience at the top. They're pretty young. It's going to be two or three years. But St. Kilda, they, they could have snuck they into missed, the finals last year. They missed by a game. A game and, and a half, I think, yeah. They, every expectation within that club would have been, we're going to go a step further this year, improve even if we improve by 10%, and we're going to play finals. And that's, yeah. So it's a big step back. I've actually looked at their fixture. And um, their next five games, mate, ah, till round seventeen, you could say, are they going to win a game? Odds are they'll pinch two or three of them. Okay, so I think they're good for five wins this year, but that's it for me. Next week they've got GWS, which is like seven less than Brisbane are going to yeah, win. Yeah, 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 true, definitely. No, I just 
St Kilda and watching. I feel like they robbed us in round one, frankly. <laughs> they, well, they did. <laughs> they, they pinched it. Like, yeah. they're lucky that you guys got tired. Because here's the thing. Watch it. Watch it. Lucky we things. got tired and didn't have enough class and didn't have enough good players and cream on the top. But yeah, oh, right. don't be like that, Sean. You're a bit bitter, Sean. I'm not bitter. I'm just a little bit like, I'm, I'm, you know what I am? My team lost by 93 points and only kicked two goals. I'm allowed to be a little bit flat. Do you know what, Sean? <laughs> I, that's, I'm with you. I'm that's here for fair you. enough. Thanks. And actually, thanks, boys. Usually I do this last week, I did this segment at the end of the show, but that actually is a good transition into an email that we received this week. Okay. Uh, from Joshua Clark. Yep. Hi, lads. Love Hi, the show. Keep them coming. Thanks, Josh. We will, Josh. Every everybody Wednesday. There'll be there's twenty three rounds plus finals. We'll be here for fucking ages. Oh, you'll be sick of us by the end of it. Anyway, Josh continues. I'm a Melbourne supporter and had the pleasure of watching my team be dismantled by Hawthorne in person. What's your best strategy for coping with a loss for the team you love? Thanks to the sick potty boys. Love your work. Oh, good on you, mate. Um, Sean, I think you need I'm, to take this one because I... I'm probably the best person to handle this one. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> no, no, not because your team lost, but like when our teams lose, there's always hope they'll just bounce back next week. I'll, jokes aside, I'll give you the straight up answer. And it's uh, like lately I've been watching games with my brother, um, the good one. And he's got three young kids. And I actually find I get super angry watching Brisbane lose. But after the game, I just sort of spend time with my nieces. And after about half an hour, you kind of calm down because it's not the end of the world. That's actually my honest advice. Hang out with family. Hang out with family. So, um, so I had a, a lecturer who <laughs> barracks from Melbourne, actually. And he, he would always ride his bike to the game. And so his strategy was, um, you know, he goes from Melbourne and they were shithouse. And he'd be so angry. But he would ride his bike home 30, 40 minutes. And by the time he got home, he'd worked it out. He'd, he'd got Maybe work out after... Your team loses. Do something. I don't know. Something that takes your mind off it. Go watch a movie. Watch a comedy. Do you know what I do when Geelong do that thing that they do occasionally that annoy me where they do lose? Uh, is I'll just watch the highlights because will, I will even be able to find one good highlight and go, oh, we lost. But that was a pretty good goal from Motlop. Well, that was a good yeah. goal from Hawkins. Like, so Try and find a positive. Try and find a positive. But good luck this week, though, Melbourne uh, fan. Uh, Josh. Joshua. Yep. Very hard this week, but... We wish you the best. Can I add, Josh, don't beat yourself up for... I think you've got to allow yourself probably a 30-minute period where you can be fucking filthy that your team lost. That's when you whip out the toaster. That's when you... Angrily make yourself the fucking biggest toasted sandwich you crunch can Crunch that bread with crunch rage. It, taste the rage, taste the tears, perhaps. Um, but then just shake it off, mate, because yeah. next week, just back your team next week because anything's possible. Especially in a competition this even. Yeah. Yes. Um... Just quickly, because you did just mention Geelong again. Um, we've got an email from Yoav. Yoav? Yo- Yoav Cohen? Cohen? Yeah. He's on Twitter yeah. a bit. Yeah, he's... Hassles us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Adelaide supporter. Yeah. Um... Oh, boy. Sorry, your team just has no heart, mate. Yeah, that's all right. Well, I'm glad you've had a crack, because he's had a crack at you. Whoa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I fucking love it. Um, so basically, he just mentioned- Guys, we have cracks at Sean on this show, not me. I'm safe on this show. It's all the other shows I'm on. doesn't have a crack at me, does he? No, nah, he doesn't. Oh, fucking he doesn't you. actually. He has a crack at Geelong. Not, uh... oh, all right. Come on. Um, anyway, Geelong, so my second he favorite. addresses something that we mentioned in an email last week, uh, where he was like, yeah, Barry Hall would pretty much murder any soccer player, but put him against Roy Keane, the hardest, meanest, most Irish soccer player of all time. How good would that be? Barry Hall would still win. Yeah, probably. Just one punch. <laughs> Never heard of him. Uh, love the sh- Loving the show. Keep up the good work. And here's the PS, which is... <clears throat> PS. 
I know where this is going, I think. Dangerfield is a bit of a TC, but I forgive him. <laughs> but I forgive him because he gave up his chance to win a flag because he won't win one with Geelong. Um, up the crows. <laughs> Speaking of crows, I'm just trying to remember, Yoav. Uh, that... 2017, that flag you won in 2017. How good was that feeling on Grand Final Day when you won the premiership in 2017 and Tex Walker didn't cock it up on the biggest stage in AFL? How good was... Oh, no. You didn't win and you're not fucking getting there this year, mate. <laughs> he lost the mo because he didn't deserve it. All right. Uh, now, nah, yeah, look, I do like that you're emailing us in, but uh, leave my boy Danger alone. <laughs> is, that a, is that a big crack? You've got a TC of your own, though, with Bryce Gibbs over there. Yeah, mate, your team is full of TCs. Yeah. Gibbs, Betts. Nah, to be honest, I will say this to Yoav. He's got a similar thing to me. A lot of players have left his club, so he would be bitter about TCs. Hey, we lost and one. And I of can the, relate to that. We lost one of the best players we've ever had. He came back, though. So <laughs> <laughs> Even when you lose, you win. Um, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. There's two more emails, but I'll read them at the end of the show because they're a good wrap-up. Okay, sure. Uh, go for a bit of an early crow next week. Um, oh, big Friday night game. Up in Sydney, Sydney Swans versus Adelaide. Sydney should win that. Sydney yeah. should. Adelaide them. are going to come out and have a fiery response, you would think. <clears throat> is Sydney? Gary Rowan going to play, I wonder? Uh, I don't think so. I'd imagine he might take a couple of weeks Back off. at the club. Yeah, but I mean, you never know. He may be ready to come back. We, we wish him all the best in whatever endeavour he does. Absolutely. I do like Gary Rowan a lot. He's yep. one of those players that it's, I like to watch from another team. It's like you said, Tom, when he does come back and when he kicks a goal, um, we'll all just cry. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be beautiful. His comeback. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I think Sydney Swans will rock up. Tex probably won't, and yeah, Sydney will win. <laughs> Buddy Franklin will um will like don't argue. Rory led into the second row and kick a goal from sixty, <laughs> and just turn around and look at Tex Walker and go, "That's how you do it." It's beautiful. We got St Kilda playing the Giants There's at Etihad Stadium. Not a lot to say here except the Giants uh, will win. Giants. Yep. Same with the next game, Carlton v West Coast. West Coast. Here, West Coast will win. Yep. Nick Nat's going to, oh, it's going to be ugly. Oh, this is a big one. Next Saturday night, Port Adelaide at home versus Geelong. I'm going to fucking be there, boys. That's a hostile environment. Whoa. I'm going to Adelaide. Adelaide. I'm going to Adelaide on Friday. Um, so, for any of your How Goods footy fans who are based in South Australia, I'm going to be at the Port Adelaide Geelong game. Yo, um, you can come down and. <laughs> we can fight. <laughs> no, nah, I don't want to fight you, mate. You'll beat me. Uh... <laughs> He's no, from Adelaide. He I'm will go- be rough. I'm going game. to this game with my brother uh, and yeah. my family. We're going over. We've been before to these games. Um, and you're look, still alive. I'm still alive. Can I just say, there's a lot of there's a there's a miscon a misconception a misconception that Port Adelaide fans are really awful. They were really nice last time I went. Okay. Um, Did you win? Yeah. No, they won. No, we won. Oh well, that's interesting. Um, which is a couple of years ago. But um, look, this could is this, this back before they were good. No, this was this was during that resurgence sort of Ken Hinckley 2014, 15 era. To be honest, they'll probably be nice to you because Koshy said something fucking stupid during the week and they were like, just don't, we're not like him. <laughs> we're, not, we're, we're actually good blokes. Um, I'm backing my boys. This could be an absolute belter of a game though. I am, I mean, a lot could change during the week, but I'm going to go Port just because they need a lift after uh I'm really annoyed that you won this week. I wish you had if they had a one and then they had a rolled in cocky and we had a roll them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now they're hurting. Probably from Devin Smith's 11 massive tackles. And they're going to put the hurt on you, I think, Tom. No. Nah. Uh, Frio at home hosting the dogs. That's an interesting one. You'd probably say Frio. Yeah. Cause it's, only because it's at home. But I'm not sure. Nah. Um, uh, Bulldogs. That's a. That's flip, my early cry. Bulldogs. Coin. Mm. North, Eddie Had versus Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Yeah, Hawks should do it. Although, actually, not... Oh. You ready? Bloody you hell. ready for my early crow? 
Ben Brown, six goals, North win. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I mean, it could it could happen. <laughs> I've done a lot of acid before this episode, so <laughs> um, Saturday uh, evening, match of the round potentially. Uh, the Q Clash, Brisbane Lions host the Gold Coast Suns. Shawnee, you're going to get your first win of the year this week. Oh, I don't know, mate. I'm, I, I'm I mean, actually breaking my three-week vow to never tip Brisbane again, and I'm going to pick them this week, mate. You're it's, on. It's You'll both be on. Your They'll team be hurting. Bad. I reckon both teams are hurting. Luke no, Hodge saddle those. More. Yeah, both teams more. have been on the road two weeks in a row as well, actually. Luke Hodge sat all those boys down after the game and just slapped the shit out of them. They're going to come out angry. <laughs> I I mean, as always, I'm going to be tipping Brisbane. Uh, yeah. But this time it might actually go in your favour. Fucking get up, Lions. Oh, jeez, I'll be a happy boy. I don't even know what I'll do. Oh, uh, I can't wait for the first episode where you win. It's going to be so good. I, I hope like, it's next week. Yeah, um, next week is an extended round, actually, because we've got Anzac, oh, Day. Anzac Day. So Anzac Day Eve, we've got Melbourne hosting Richmond. I'm going Richmond on what yeah, I Richmond. saw. Yeah, Richmond. Melbourne, Melbourne are going to be. They're going to come out fire. They'll lift up, but I think Richmond will just. The issue with Melbourne: every single game this year, they've leaked goals. Brisbane kicked seven in a row. The Hawks kicked what ten in a row against them. Yesterday. They're missing their best defender though, which is Tom McDonald. I'll tell you this as well, but uh, I'm actually no. This is about Hawthorne. They've got some shit haircuts in the back line. Oh, are you talking about Grant Burt? No, yeah, uh, no, no Bert's Ben Stratton. Ben Stratton and that other bloke who's wearing Hodgie's. Uh, who's number 15? Oh, Caden Brand. Fuck or one him. of them. A terrible hair. Get, get a haircut. Can son. I say, but good work, do you know yeah, Ben Stratton is like Moonlights as a DJ? Does he really? Yeah. <laughs> so did um, Daniel Merritt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> DJ, big, he's big his source name, Merritt. DJ Source. No. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going Tigers to beat Demons. Yeah. And then um, yeah. the big Anzac Day clash. And done? I'm No, I'm not. I'm. Oh. It's Avengers opening day, so I have to be at work and then I have to go fucking oh. watch that movie for the podcast, but not this one. Yep. So I mightn't actually get to see this game at all. I probably will go watch Avengers as well. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm working at the game. <laughs> and uh, can I say, this is probably the closest Anzac Day game we could have potentially had for a while, because yeah. both teams are thereabouts. We can actually judge how good a, a matchup is if Tom, who's working there, decides to stick around and watch the game. Will you be sticking around and watch the game? I'll watch the first quarter, see what happens. Oh, <laughs> Tommy, that's one of the biggest tickets of the year, mate. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I don't get a seat because it's packed. Oh, you don't get one? Well, no, I, I, I could, but nah. they're all, you know, I'm nah. just going to watch. Nah, go home, watch it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a bit scared about this game because... Like Collingwood did just roll Adelaide by fifty points, basically. But you also rolled Adelaide, <coughs> Bolas. But we also rolled Port Adelaide, who are probably the better team of the two. But we nearly beat Port Adelaide, and then we lost by nearly a hundred points. <laughs> so this is a topsy turvy. So <laughs> by that logic, is it'll be a draw. Uh, no, no, <laughs> Dusha. I'm backing the boys. Dusha, who wins the Anzac medal? Oh, profit call. Yep. Kale it's, Hooker. It's time. <laughs> It's fucking time. Here it is. Joey Danaher. Oh. He's going to fucking lift. He's going to kick six. Oh, he loves kicking goals in the Anzac Day game. And then I still he's gonna won't He's going to turn around him. and he's going to spin those fingers and Sean's going to shake his head. And it's going to be raining. <laughs> It'll be fucking raining. Oh, imagine, imagine we get like the 2009 Anzac Day events again, but with Joey Danaher in Zaharakis' <gasps> role. Fuck. I wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. I'm going to back... Collingwood. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. Oh, you're a TC, Sean. Um, what were those emails, mate? Oh, yeah. All right. So just to... Well, actually, just looking at those games next week, I'm a bit scared because, uh, as we've mentioned on Twitter, I am now winning our footy tipping competition. Yep. Which is good news for me, but bad news for any fans because I can't win a prize. 
So, but you have to beat me. That's Otherwise, true. You don't not, get a prize. So we're not going to give it to the person who comes second. No, fuck them. They need to win. I love it's, this. Yeah, I no, love this so much. I'll take a photo with whatever the prize is. It's Thor's hammer. You've got to be worthy. <laughs> I, honestly, I actually looked at the uh, numbers. I think I'm down in the 40s. I'm 29th. If I didn't back for Brisbane, You'd be I top would 10. be, I think, fifth. Yeah, that's still so, not first. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, have you tipped against the bombers? No. To- I have oh, not. okay. No, that's good. All right, I respect you. Yeah, no, I haven't tipped against the bombers. Tipped against Brisbane every week. Every week. Every week. I got sucked in one week, never again except this week. <laughs> Who did you, did you choose us to beat Melbourne? St Kilda. Oh, the first game. <laughs> sucked him in good. Um, so basically we've got two emails here uh, that have a pretty similar content. I'll read sure. them both out. Uh, so we've got John who said, Dear Footy Prophets, <laughs> oh, I'm brand new to the sport and loving it so far. It sounds like you all support different teams, so I have a few questions. <clears throat> One, how did you start supporting your team? A regional loyalty or something else? Two, I'm in the States, so I have no regional influence. How do I choose a team to support? What's each team like? I've been cheering for Western Bulldogs because of movie maintenance pitch, but, all for, but for all I know, they're a bunch of TCs. <laughs> oh. Thanks, John. Thank you, Johnny boy. Uh, okay. I Can I say? Yeah, go. Just before you go, yeah. he should stick with the Bulldogs yeah, because uh, their colours are red, white, and blue, and that is the colours of the American flag. <laughs> and so also, not a bunch of TCs. No. Hit it in one. Yeah, pretty, And they've got, a, they've got a bunch of players on that team that are- Just good. Seem like, and good good to watch, but also seem like good blokes. Bob Murphy was the captain. Um, yeah. And in answer to the first question, how did we start going for the teams? Uh, I used to barrack for Essendon when I wasn't super into footy, and then my dad was not going to take me and my older brother, the good one who likes, he backed for Fitzroy. Mm-hmm. wasn't going to take us to two sets of games, so I basically had to sort of migrate over yeah, Brisbane, so, uh, over the line. Similar to those children that had to take off their jumper, yep. your father made you a piece of shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm from Geelong, as are my family... That's it. When yep. I was a kid, I liked the colours of Essendon Bombers, and despite the fact I was told to bag for North Melbourne, had no time for it. Essendon Good boy. Well done, mate. But no, I think you could stick to the Bulldogs. I think you'd really pick anyone except Carlton or Collingwood, and we'd be okay with it. I'm okay with you going with Brisbane, because then that shows a bit of character and integrity and backbone, because you're going with a team that shit house, and you're riding the wave. So I do respect you live, Do you live on the West Coast? Because then you could go for the West Coast. Yeah. No, I go the Bulldogs. Go the Dogs. All right, um, you know what? I'll pass this over to you, Tom. You're sitting closer to me, but I've read all the emails so far. Hey, boys. This is from Matthias Austin. I, yes, I think so. I didn't read Matthias, his name. Matthias, Matthias. Sorry if I fucked your name up, mate. <laughs> Love the pod, even though I don't know anything about footy. I've never watched it, and I'm probably not going to. I am still like to pretend I'm invested, though, so I was wondering if you could recommend a team to support. Themes I'm looking for. One, uncomplicated team history, so I don't need to learn stuff. Okay. Two, Low-key fan base, so I don't have to get worked up. <laughs> Three, mascot I can be proud of. All right, that takes- If it helps, they don't need to be good. I'm a Cubs fan from Chicago. They went 108 years without winning a World Series. Keep up the good work. Enjoy your toast. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so Uncomplicated Team History is probably a team that's either been around for ages or has is quite new. Yeah. Well, can't be a team that's like, like a Sydney or you know a what? Brisbane, I don't think. Not a merger or a move interstate. No. Um, you don't not want. A, not a drug scandal. Yeah, you don't want to. And also, there's, look, there's a lot of things you didn't want. Essendon is all of them. I um, think. You know what I think? Go for it. Geelong. Geelong was what came to mind for me as well. Uncomplicated team history. We've been around for ages. You don't need to learn the history. We're just. We've been around since the beginning and we're still here. And you haven't had any big. Like, you went a really long time without winning a flag. Then you won but a flag. We won a flag. We're pretty consistent. And you're not really going to cop any 93 point hidings that'll make you. Uh, is a cat a mascot that he could be proud of, though? Well. 
I mean, he barracks for the Cubs. You know Cubs what? and Cats, not Mate, that different. Jump on the Geelong train. Um, just watch uh, highlights from the 2009 Grand Final and watch the greatest toe poke of all time. <laughs> toe of God. And then you'll be on board. The other thing I was going to suggest, you could pick like a Giants or something like that. Yeah. Nah, the don't only thing go about Giants. Giants, like Giants on paper are good, but the fact that they were just like manufactured by the AFL. Yeah, is I don't like that. Hard to get around. But yeah. So fuck it off. Go for Geelong, Geelong. mate. All right, and that's the show for this week. So if you want to email in, we'll read out your email. Uh, email us at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty. Uh, you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm at douche13. I'm at Orchid Trade. And I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. Put the toasters away, boys. I hope you all have a good week. <laughs> <laughs>